precisely. Two best buds, precisely. Drinking beer and talking about stuff, precisely. Bo and Johnny, precisely. Playing and reviewing games precisely. How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast number four. Number four, four, four. Quattro, quattro, quattro. That's right, guys. We're back for another episode. We're talking about beer, video games, just some other quality conversation. All the conversations, all the funny topics that we want to talk about and don't want to talk about. And we're so glad you guys are enjoying this and the feedback and everything. It's great. Absolutely love it. So thank you guys for listening, supporting, all that. And thank you, Tony. Thank you, Bo. Thank you. You the man. You're you're the man. Uh, but you're actually the man. Uh, I appreciate it. I mean, we're in my game room. That's about it. We, we're 50-50 partners, you know? <laughs> Whatever this comes to. Yeah. 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 Fifty fifty, yep. So let's talk about beer. All right. Uh today we have what is it? Evolution. Evolution. From Doc G's Brewing Company. So tell me about this. It's a Imperial IPA, is what the label says. It has an octopus on the label. Uh, which I love octopuses, so I do like the purple color too. And the octopus looks a little mean. I like that. It's an evil octopus. Yeah. Octopi, right? Yeah. I mean, if it's singular, it's octopi, right? Or is it an octopus? Dude, I have no idea. All right. And we're probably not the people to be commenting on grammar after, uh, you know, ukulele. Ukulele. (laughs) True that. (laughs) Um, So let's crack it open. See how it tastes. It's foaming up. It's good. Smooth, I don't know, it's hearty. It is hearty. I like that word for it. Thick, kind of. It is a thick beer. Not the texture, but the taste. Yeah, it has a lot of tongue textures to it. Yeah. Almost like molasses, but not thick like molasses, just the sort of taste of molasses. Yeah. So, uh, it says it's a northeastern fruity juicy with an evil kick. I don't know. What do you do? You get that? I get I'm the, not getting much fruity. I don't think. I get the evil. If anything, I taste sort of like uh, berries from it, like a uh, blueberry maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that. Like right in the beginning. Yeah, but it's a strong beer. What's the percent on it? Eight percent. Eight percent. Okay. Yeah. So that's Medium, like my limit when it comes to a beer. Yeah, that's a, definitely. You know, I could have a couple of these. Uh, but, but that's about it. Yeah, and then something like you know twelve percent, you have like one or half of one. And I don't even want know, one. So, yeah, you can't be drinking that. That's constantly. not for me. Yeah, I like liquor, but I don't like beer that's over nine percent. Let's say. Yeah, speaking of liquor, I tried this uh, this week. I tried Conor McGregor's whiskey, proper twelve. Did you hear about it? I've heard of it. Yeah. How was it? Uh, I was like. Not bad, I guess. I would put it right there with Jameson. It's pretty much the same. Taste is slightly different. Bottles almost mm. the same. Colors almost the same. Smell. Price points like exactly the same. What's uh, the price then? The price? Thirty bucks a fifth. Yeah, right around twenty nine, twenty eight. What's it called? It Connor. It's called Proper Twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah, you should. So try is it, it. You'll a twelve year? 
I think so. Yeah. Probably. Or so they say. What's Jameson? I don't know. I don't know. We either. should probably know that. We should probably <laughs> know that. That's all we drink. Yeah. When it doesn't come to beer, that's Jameson. Yeah, so it was good. I don't know. It's always sold out everywhere. Like, that was the first time I saw it, and it's been out, must be six months at least. Uh, so I picked it up, and I mean, it was good. I liked it. Right on. Straight? Yeah, straight. Rocks? No rocks. No rocks. All right. Dude, I can't even afford ice. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all my money on this audio equipment. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I want to read the back of this can because I think it's different from what you read. So Evolution Imperial India Pale Ale. Decept- deceptive by its nature, this monster has been waiting in the deep to make its presence known. Before warned, the fruity overtones will lure you and entangle you in its grip. This beast is truly a creature that cannot be contained. I like that better than what you said. Yeah, that's definitely a better description. Yeah. Either way, it's a good beer. It's not something that I would necessarily go back to. No, but it was a good try. I did buy a few six-packs of this. Mainly because it's on sale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I like it. Not bad. So let's get into the topics. Into the topics. Topics, topics, topics. All right. Um, so, oh, I wanted to talk about, actually more about this, Doc G's Brewing Company. Okay. So I looked it up earlier to, uh, you know, see what they had to say about it and found out the tap room is, it says, permanently closed. Uh, and, and where I guess are they from? They're in Iowa or Idaho. It's one of those I states where it's real cold. <laughs> where it's right. <laughs> All right. Um, and I guess the last tweet they put out six months ago said they're closing down, but look for their beer. So I don't know. I don't know if they're done brewing or they're just trying to open up a new facility. But Interesting. And maybe that's why it was on the sale rack at yeah. the distributor that we get beer at. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Or or it's expired beer. But I'm fine with that because, honestly, I feel like beer doesn't really expire. No, it has to be real old or just like some beers in particular don't age well, I guess. Like a milk stout or a New England IPA. Something with milk definitely does not age well. Yeah, I probably wouldn't try that. I don't even no. like those when they're fresh, really. Well, like a, a dairy-type beer. Even if they don't use milk, they use lactose or something like that. Yeah, so you know they are doing, like, milkshake beers now? Milkshake mm-hmm. IPAs or something, I think? I mean, that would be, like, a New England IPA, right? I don't know. Is it? Pretty much. Oh, okay. Well, I think it's, like... And they just name it milkshake. Super milkshake like I don't know. The guy so? at work was telling like me about thick? it. Like, thick? Like a milkshake? Or well, what? I think the flavor is, like, milkshake mm. I would hate that, probably. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. No. Dessert beers and stuff. Not, not, not really my no. forte style. I don't think milk should be mixed with alcohol yeah honestly that's my opinion yeah you know what some people say milk and they put like an e where the i should be did you ever notice that milk yeah milk milk <laughs> yeah no I've well, never i like that. that you say it with an i milk yeah i mean that's how it's spelled right yeah but some people are like milk no i know that's not what it's called is that a pennsylvania thing no i don't know I don't think so. Who I says think it's that? more like Midwest, maybe. I don't know about that. 
I do. A All little right. bit. Well, do you want to get into the topics? Yeah, sure. Um, did you ever have nicknames as a kid? What were your nicknames growing up? Like, what did your parents call you or your friends? I mean, my mom would call me by my middle name, my first and middle name all the time. Yeah. And I hated it. It was Bohart. Bohart, dinner's yeah. ready. Like, we would always play outside and play with all the neighborhood kids. My parents gave me and my sister a VHS recorder, camcorder, and we would just make up skits all the time. And my mom would ruin it by saying, Bohart, Bohart. <laughs> and you didn't want to show anyone that it's embarrassing or something. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't Well, like when you're young, you know, different things are embarrassing. I, I didn't like my name. Oh, really? Growing up. No. I mean, Bo, you could make fun of all the time. Like, kids would say Bo Constrictor, Bo Narrow, Bo Nur. Dude, get some creativity going. Right? Because that is not very good. No, but they would make fun of it because it was a unique name. And nowadays, I embrace my name. I love my name. My name is who I am, and I really don't know that many other bows. Yeah, I don't either. Personally, I don't know that many bows. I've met other bows, and we connect on the bow level, being like, hey, you're bow? I'm bow? Awesome. We know what we've been through, you know? Yeah, all, I guess so. All the picking on, this and that. But yeah, bow heart, sort of, I don't know, sort of weird, but... I like it nowadays. And Hart was my grandfather's last name, so. Oh, okay. My mother's maiden name. Right on. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I think that's cool to do that. How about you? Well, I was actually named after my grandfather. My first name, Anthony Tony. I uh, always thought you were just Tony. Nope. An- <laughs> Anthony's my name. How long have we known each other? <laughs> yeah, a while, right? Five, six years. Um, but yeah, I had all kinds of nicknames. I still do. Friends still give me P-tone. nicknames. We got to come up no. with a nickname. Pantone. Pantone. Kayla oh, yeah. calls me. Your wife calls me Pantone. Pantone. Why did I say P-tone? I don't know. It's Whatever. similar, I guess. Sort of. Um. I guess toner. Toner. T-bone. I got a couple times. I don't know about toner. That sounds like a ink cartridge in a yeah. printer. Yeah. No. David calls me Toner McBoner. I like that. He but I don't like that. Puts it in a little song. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I would be called, uh, Bo Schmo. Tony Baloney. I like Tony Baloney. Uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I would never call you that. Yeah. But, like, if you're you a kid, so, yeah. you know, like my little cousin or something, I'd call you Tony Baloney. For yeah. sure. I don't know. Bo Schmo was, like, my nickname in middle school. When Jackass was a big thing. Okay. I, I also had a video camera, not the VHS camera, but like a a mid eight camera, I think it was or a high eight camera it was like called. digital or something. It was like on the verge of digital but also film. It was like the small little VHS. Oh, uh, those small cartridges. Yeah, little tape, yeah, I know what you mean. Right. And we were called the Crazy Crew. Yeah. T C C. And <laughs> we we had this song. It was called The Crazy Crew. We piss and poo. We do stunts too. And so should you. That's so middle school. Oh, so middle school. But yeah, we did some really dumb stuff back in the day. Jumping off of like roofs into like big snow piles to pooping off of (laughs) 
<laughs> gymnasiums, not gymnasiums, but like out outside Pooping. parks. Yeah, big poops. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're done. Next, <laughs> next topic. All right. What do you got for me? So this this one's might touch at home. I don't know. But uh, what was a childhood fear of yours? Oh, I think we talked about fears before, but did we? Still scared of spiders. Still don't like needles. Oh, we, yeah. Okay. Childhood fear. I mean, I guess like. Like I was thinking more so, like movie wise, like what's something that you saw that, oh like, my gosh, that like scared Freddy the Krueger, bro. Okay. One time, me and my cousin were like watching. I don't know what it was. One of those Freddy Krueger movies. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember for some reason my cousin's like, "Oh yeah, he can go anywhere. He can come through the lamp and get you." And they had like a big lamp hanging in there. Yeah. Living room. So I'm all freaked out. Like, keep looking up at the lamp, right? right? And then I remember like we went and like hid under the uh, table in the dining room or something I, dude i was so scared uh, <laughs> I, I was a scared kid i don't think i'm that i got over a lot of my fears oh but same but i i feel like any kid at a young age is scared yeah and it's only like certain ones i guess and now you know it doesn't bother me at all but uh the girl from the grudge i went to see that movie in the theaters my mom took me and uh dude Which i could that I know she the has ring. like long hair. Oh, it's ring. similar to that, right? It's similar to that. No. Yeah, it's similar to the ring girl. I think. How's the difference? Well, I don't remember that well because I don't like it, so I don't watch. Okay. <laughs> um, but dude, I know I I've seen it. Yeah. She came out of the TV, or was that the ring? No, that's the ring. Yeah, the Grudge Girl's in a well, I think, if I remember correctly. Oh she my up, god! Or yes. a bathroom. It's like no, a it's ja- a one well. of those Japanese it's movies. Like, yeah, it's water for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so... So scary. Oh. Uh, but sc- one of the scary movies they did a spiff. That's hilarious. Spoof. Spoof on it. Spiff. Spiff, whatever. I think it's no, spiff spoof. something else, but... Yeah, yeah, it's a spoof. They did a spoof on it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that freaked me out. I was in the movie theater, like, covering my eyes. I think I even might have cried. I was young. Probably How old were you? Less than 12, maybe. Why were you seeing a movie like that? Well, it's at least PG I thought 13, I would be Tony. able to do it. <laughs> it's at least PG-13. Well, I went with my mom, dude. Oh, um, man. So, I don't know. That that one got me. That was probably, that might be the scariest yeah. for me, or was for me. Now, I don't know. I don't really care. Movies, movies. You know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm still scared of scary movies. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't watch them anymore. Yeah. No. I don't really watch, like, I don't watch them alone. I don't know. I'll hide behind Maybe. Kayla the whole time. Really? Like, she likes scary movies. I hate it. I can't even listen to it. I'll just put on like a Game Boy game and just just because like you get like that feeling. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Because I like my dad doesn't like him, but he uh just isn't into it. Like it doesn't scare him. He just is like it's no, doesn't I wouldn't enjoy be sca- it at all. No, I'm not scared of it either. I just don't enjoy it. Like you're saying, like yeah, not it, fun for you. That's what I'm saying. Like I gotta watch it with someone. Yeah. You know, it's more, I think that's better. You can talk let, about it. Or I'll let her watch it while I cower behind her, you know, but. Play some handheld system yeah, or something. Exactly. Play some Pokemon. Browse Instagram. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever it is. Yeah. So my fear growing up was E.T. Really? Yeah. My grandma. He's an ugly little sucker. Isn't oh, my God. When he has that long neck, too, and goes. <laughs> And you like start running good. around. That was good. So, 
my grandma took my sister and I to the movie theaters. And I must have been like, I don't know, probably like four or five, maybe six. Like yeah. Top six. But so scared of him. And don't remember seeing the movie, but, but remember images from it, you know, in my head. And every night after that, I literally thought he was in my closet. And he would come out at night and, like, torture me or something. Like That's the worst. I was so scared. And I would wake up my mom every night saying, E.T.'s in my closet. I need you to help me go back to sleep. That's funny. Oh, it was horrible. What did she do? She was probably real sweet to you, right? Oh, super sweet. My mom's super sweet. You know, but it took probably good, like, three, four years to overcome that fear. And what actually made me overcome the fear was to control my dreams a little bit. So I learned to control my dreams at a young age. And what happened was I had a dream of him. Like, literally, he would be chasing me in my dreams. Yeah. And I'd be screaming out, but nothing would come out of my mouth. So are they, like, uh, reoccurring dreams? Like, it would be very similar? Very similar, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was petrified of him. And then I also thought he was in my closet. And one night while thinking he was in my closet which was going on for a few years there was actually scratching at the door really like the closet door yes at the closet door before i went to bed and i was like oh my god he is here like this is it like i can prove it now to my parents yeah so i get my parents up i'm like they're scratching at my door so they come running into the room the light's on, no scratching. I turn the light off, scratching at the door. Really? Yeah. They open the door, nothing's there. Close the door, turn the light back off, scratching at the door. Ended up being a mouse. We <laughs> never caught the mouse, but man, that like made the fear even more. So, either way, uh, I eventually just dreamt one day that you know, E.T. came out of the closet. I became friends with him. I was able to talk to him. We started jumping on my bed yeah, and, like, holding hands or whatever and literally did not dream about him ever since. Yeah, they should make a movie about that. <laughs> E.T. 3. Yeah. Or 2. 2, probably. Was there a second one? I don't think so. I feel like there might I don't know. One. I was never really into E.T. I mean, neither was I. I was fucking petrified of him. But, but yeah, when I was a kid, I had kind of reoccurring dreams like that, too. Or I remember one specifically, I should say. Um, like, I f- like two or three years in a row before Christmas, like the night before Christmas, I remember having dreams that, uh, like, Santa Claus would come out of the closet in my bedroom with, like, two big-ass Rottweilers. What? And he, they would be, like, attack dogs, and it was so scary. And I don't know why, but I just remember it happening. I, I feel mean, like that might be from a movie. Really? I don't know. I don't know. It was it's sort of ringing a bell in my head. But it was scary. Hmm. Maybe like a rap video or something. Pro- <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. Dr. Dre was <laughs> dressed up as Santa Claus with yeah. two Rottweilers. Right. Who knows? So another topic. Oh, man. What? That was funny. That was good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm petrified of E.T. Or I was. Now I sort of like... I do like him. Like, I would love to, like, start collecting E.T. collectibles. Yeah. Just because. Like, he was a big part of my fucking life as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of E.T., really. Yeah. I'm, I'm indifferent. I guess I don't really 
yeah, when he was in that scene and he's like trying to hide from the parents or something and he's like with all the stuffed animals and and it pans the video pans to all these stuffed animals in the closet. Right. Yep. And then it's his face and then it keeps panning. Oh. That's, that's probably what it was. Really? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Did you have a lot of stuffed animals as a kid? No, I just had one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Or like one at a time. I had one. My favorite one. Yeah. All right. So do you, has anyone ever told you you look like a certain celebrity? Like celebrity look alike? No. No famous person or anything? I don't think so. Yeah. I was trying to think about this and I don't think you do either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe back in the day, like when I had like curly hair or something, like people were calling me Bam Margera, but. Really? Yeah. But I was young. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Yeah. I could see that in some of your older pictures. Definitely. How about you? And tattoos. Yeah, I've gotten Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that one I can see. But one I got was Woody Harrelson. No. Yeah, I don't know. Let me. Let if me it's like my nose or something. No. But yeah, I don't know. So he was in that Zombieland movie, if you remember that. And I think they're making another oh, one of those. That's a good one. A little bit, like blonde hair. It's not your nose. I think I don't think he has blonde hair. I think he was bald. Is bald, or like real short brown hair. I don't know. Sort of like well, a younger you version. Yeah. We were watching Ink Masters like a year ago, my wife and I, and yeah. there was a guy I forget his name, but man, he looked exactly like you, like ten years older than you. Really? With bags under. Under his eyes, more tattoos. Well, do I have bags under my eyes? No, he had bags under oh, okay. under his eyes. But uh, we were always rooting for him because we're like, "This is Tony." That's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Tony. Funny. And how about we went to press play in Lancaster, Lidditz, mm-hmm. wherever that was. Is that right? Yeah. Which one is it? Lidditz, Lancaster. Lidditz. Lidditz. Yeah. No, Lancaster. Well, anyway, there was some girl behind the counter, and she oh, said, yeah. "I look like some guy from a uh, YouTube, YouTube channel." Yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, I, I forget can't. what that was, but. And she took a picture with me. She loved you. Yeah, she loved me. She wanted you. Yeah, she was all right. Not my type. You should have got her number. Uh, no. <laughs> She's probably still there if I ever change my mind. All right. Another topic before we get to video games. How much do you think is appropriate when it comes to tipping a waiter or a bar- bartender or a delivery person? All three different things. All right. So I have some pretty solid views on this. Um, I think, like, if you're going out to eat at a restaurant, even if you get, like, you go out for breakfast, that's pretty cheap, six, seven bucks. I think minimum tip is, like, five bucks. Really? Ever. Yeah, that's what I try and do, at least. No matter what? Yeah, minimum of five. Other than that, for a waiter, pretty much 20% or above, unless the service actually wasn't good. I try not to go by the food, you know, because that's not really the servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so I don't really have that many bad experiences. What about food. a bartender, then? Well, a dollar per drink, I guess, is regular. Unless some people have a theory, I guess, like if you tip them real good in the beginning, they'll come serve you first. Yeah. You know, if you're at a busy bar. But yeah. I don't, we don't go out. I don't go out. You know, like We that. don't go out that much sit anymore. sit at a bar, sit at a yeah. brewery or something. No problem to get a drink, really. Usually not. Sometimes yes, and that's the worst, especially when it's not busy. Yeah, 
And I mean, there's nothing you can really do. So when it comes to bartending and like tipping a bartender, I would always tip a dollar no matter what. Yeah, that's what I was told. Dollar per drink. Dollar per drink. If anything, tip two dollars for the first drink. Yep. You know, I agree with that. And then everything else, a dollar. So if it's a six dollar beer, now it's a seven dollar beer. Yep. Whatever. Yeah, I always that's how I calculate. And it's different when it comes like I'm I'm a cash person when I go out. You know. Yeah. I like paying right there and then. That way I can leave without forgetting to pay the bill. <laughs> without forgetting to pay the bill, which pay. which we've done before. Sorry, Jake. FYI. <laughs> Luckily we paid you back, but yeah, we do that. You know, and it happens here and there. But I feel like once you get a bill, you know, if you put your credit card down or if they just start a tab for you, if it's just drinks, you know, it might be different than just a dollar. You know, the 20% might not cover that, just dollar per drink. Yeah, I think most drinks are around five bucks or six bucks, so it's pretty close. Yeah, it is. All right, you're right. You're right. It's close. I mean, use your judgment. You can yeah. usually count how many drinks you've had. Yeah. So what about delivery? I don't know, man. I really don't get food delivered. Um, and I think a lot of places now, they, uh, you know, include it. Like, especially if you order online, it tells you, right? Delivery charges included. Yeah. So we just ordered pizza and wings, and it was like on special seventeen ninety nine. But then it ended up being $21.13, and she told me it's like a dollar something delivery fee, this and that, you know. But the special is still seventeen ninety nine. I mean, tax too. Yeah, and I mean the drivers get paid their hourly, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if they always get the delivery fee or what, but so with the pizza shop that just delivered, like they're literally right down the street. But we started having beers. We didn't want to go out. We had it set up for this podcast, so three bucks. You know, like you drove two miles to my house, if that. Yeah. You know. Here's three bucks. You got your hourly. I don't think that's a big deal. I feel like when it comes to customer service, though, and being a waiter, being a bartender, and talking to the customer, you know, talking to the people that are actually ordering uh, yeah. stuff. A lot more goes into that. Yeah. You should give them more money. And I'm always a 20 percenter, no matter what. Yeah. Always 20%. Yeah. If I try not to keep 25%. That at the minimum, yeah. You know. 20% is minimum, for sure. So if if you're going out of your way, absolutely, I want to tip you way better because I know what you're making. Like you're making shit, especially in PA, two eighty three an hour. Yeah, is the minimum, and that's horrible. Like fuck that. Yeah, they live off tips. They so, live off tips. Yeah. So yeah, treat your bartenders, treat your waiters, waitresses, and delivery people a little less, but treat them well too. <laughs> so you want to talk about games? Yeah, let's talk about some games. You were playing something new. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, What sure. is it for Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo. All right. So this is a Japan-exclusive game. It's called Ganpuru. How does it get over here? So this is a ROM hack, like a English translation game. So this is okay. a reproduction game that I have. And I forget who actually recommended it recommended this to me might have just been like a website looking up like earthbound like games or zelda like games right. and i came across this so it's called ganpuru 
Gunman's Proof. And it's a really cool game. Really cool graphics, like cute graphics, great sound to it. It's a Western game that's also an RPG with action base progression with it. So it's like Zelda when it comes to the dungeons. Okay. But the dungeons are very simple. You're a gunman, so you're shooting guns instead of slinging swords. You're like a cowboy. You're a cowboy. Yeah. But you're a kid, too. Oh, wow. Um, You just shoot people. I'm not sure if you can really upgrade your gun. Uh, No, you can actually. You can upgrade your gun to, like, different guns. But this great, like, Western tune is going on throughout the song or, like, throughout the game. Yeah. And the quality of the game is great. Like, just the interactions with the NPC characters, like... It's quirky. It reminds me of Earthbound. The graphics remind me of Earthbound. The layout of the game is very Zelda-ish, but simple. I believe it's only like a five to six hour game. Oh, okay. I played for two hours, loved it, saved it. I had to learn how to save it. I had to look up how to save it, which really? you have to go back to your parents' house and sleep in the bed to save it. And then I go back the next day like in real life, to play it, and my save file's not there. So the battery must have died within the game. Very unfortunate, but I want to actually, I'll probably after this weekend switch out the battery and replay it and finish it. It, It's a great game. So there's a battery in the cartridge or what? When it comes to the save files for cartridge games, there's a battery that will save it. So, like, any, like, Pokemon game, yeah, there's a little battery, like a watch battery. Oh, really? That saves it, yeah. I never knew it. So, when you can't save a game, when it just, like, goes to new game, yeah, and after you save it goes back to new game, that yeah. means the battery's dead. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's no. how cartridge games were, which makes sense. Like, the Dreamcast kiosk yeah. that I have. Yeah, I need to switch out the battery for that. Yeah, I knew that thing has like an internal clock or whatever. Right? It does, yeah. but the battery's dead. So every time I load it up, it's twelve a.m. Yeah, twelve a.m. at like nineteen ninety eight or something. Yeah, yeah it's like oh, this is twenty years old, but okay. <laughs> so you have to go through that before you get to the main part of it. So actually, my buddy Tyler Manning's game corner, shout out to you. He just sent me a link to this like mod for the dreamcast that he wants to do for my dreamcast and i'd like to have him on probably the next podcast or the following one soon definitely he's a tyler he's a cool gamer definitely he knows his shit so shout out to you tyler and your game corner shout out tyler i want to know more about your game corner (laughs) so you told me that you just beat a game yeah, I would play Journey for the PS3. And? Uh, I liked it a lot. At, well, let me tell you. At first, uh, I was pretty skeptical, pessimistic. I was like... Why? I don't know. It just seemed like it started out slow. wasn't a style of game I'm used to playing at all. I don't know if I've ever played Can it's you like even a puzzle, call it a it's game, really? It's like a really? puzzle game. Yeah. I mean, I played it and beat it. I but it's like, it's in on the a system. It's a game to me. Well, yes, but like starting off, like it's... Like, what am I doing right now? Like, what is this? Is how I felt. Yeah, they don't really give you much. They don't tell you anything, And really. it's one of those things, like, 
where you just learn it. You learn the moves as you go along. So, like, even if you knew the buttons to press, you couldn't do it until you learn it. And I don't know if I like that. And so the f- you start, it's like two buttons you play with. Like, you steer and then you mm-hmm. got X or whatever. I don't know. Like X is jump or something. Yeah, and you got to get, like, charged up to jump. I don't want to give any spoilers. It's a good game. That's not a spoiler. Controls are not spoilers. <laughs> All right. Well, it's fun. Um, you know, at first it was slow for me. And then, I don't know. The story of it is really beautiful. You know, the scenery is beautiful. Oh my gosh, and, and especially on a PS3, like an older generation system. Yeah, it was so good. It's immaculate, and they really in that game, they almost force you to see it in the best perspective. Like there's certain times during the game where they uh, change the camera angle, and you can't really change it, but it's like beautiful shots. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So I really appreciated that and the storyline, definitely. I don't know. You go around and you collect, like, little, uh, pa- like, they're not pages. post-it notes or something. <laughs> they're, like, uh, capes or whatnot. They're I, yeah, I don't know. Scarves, I think they're scarves. Yeah, or what's that? Scrolls, maybe. Scrolls. Something like scrolls that. Scrolls or scarves. Yeah. So, like, you're this character in this open world that's expansive, and it's really simple puzzles, but also you don't really know until you explore. Like, really, the name of the game is what it is, and it's journey. Like, you need to journey through it to figure out how to do what's next. And really, each level, which it doesn't tell you when the next level is what, they all just flow into each other. Well, you walk through, like, a portal for each one. Yeah, and they, they just keep getting more and more beautiful and more expansive and... Honestly, the last level, like, near the very end, was just amazing to me. Like, how everything kept opening up and yeah. going, like, crazy. It kind of, at the end of it, man, it kind of pushes you. Like, you really want to, the game fights back, you know? Yeah, like, no, I feel You really want to get in there and yeah. finish it. You're like, oh, I just want to yeah. do the next thing. What's next? Yeah. You know, and you told me it was a short game. I think it took me an hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm the whole time I'm like kind of waiting like where's this going, you know? Yeah. I want to see and it's almost like the end of it drags out, but not n- in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Uh, I thought honestly I thought it was a great experience. It wasn't like Firewatch as a short game. Oh no. Cuz there's no story behind it whereas Firewatch was all story and plot based. Yeah, so I feel like there's like a lot of inferring in that game, like, I was guessing, you know, the whole yes, time absolutely. through, I was like, man, I wonder, you know, oh, is this person, like, making their journey to heaven, or, like, mm-hmm. is this, they're going back to their homeland, you know, what yeah. the heck's going on? Like, where are they, what are they planning on doing? Yeah, how'd they get here, where are they going? Why you know? are they doing this? Exactly. You know? So, that was cool, because I was thinking about that the whole time, yeah. and I, I definitely appreciated that part of the game. Yeah, so I thought there was a lot of unknowing, like you said. That your mind, then, as a viewer of it and the gamer of it, makes up for it, you know? And I think that's the beauty of it as well. Like, not just graphically and musically and all that. All the senses are being played with, but the subconscious is also being played with, too. Because you're guessing what's happening, too. Yeah. And what the underlying, you know, meaning of it all is. Yeah. 
I liked a lot too when like the creatures, the scroll creatures or whatever, like kind of bond with you. They mm-hmm. become like your friends. I don't know that. Yeah, I like that part a lot. It made me. It's a good sound too when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I guess that's a big part of the game too. The sounds. Yeah. But scenery, amazing. I would play it just to see that. Even if you're not into Absolutely. what kind of game would like? It's a puzzle game, I guess. That's what you would call it, or what? Uh, it's an indie game. I forget the creator of it. My wife, for my birthday last year, took me to D.C. to see this, like, crazy, like, museum exhibit full of video games. And, unfortunately, there was no Nintendo, but it was all PlayStation, Xbox, and Sega, and, like, some other obscure, like, consoles. Yeah. But uh, they were highlighting that artist, that director, or video gamer creator of it and he had the other two games there too that are in that expansion that i let you borrow so it's journey it's flower and it's something else i forget but they're all very unique games did you play any of those did you try any of those no i didn't try the other ones yet so flower's insane like i tried that i have no idea what the end goal is or like how to like advance it or whatnot but you use the motion control of the ps3 controller yeah well that's how journey was too and i a little didn't bit. really like that was it like that yeah you you would tilt tilt left and right to like change the viewpoint of your character you know? okay uh so i didn't really like that i forgot about but that. mostly because i was like at the slow parts i was trying to walk and like check instagram at oh, the same yeah. time, so, like, you the control would, like, lean. Well, it was slow. I'm, like, walking through a tunnel, you know, see what's going on. Yeah. So, one thing that I did read about Journey, like, when it first came out, it blew up. Like, it was, yeah. like, the most amazing art video game ever. Like, it's not necessarily a video game. It's an experience, you know? Yeah. And if you're hooked up with PlayStation Online you'd actually see other people in your game that were on the journey with you. Really? Yeah. But you don't see that now. Because no one's playing it. Because no one's playing it, Well, that would be a lot cooler, maybe. Right? I think, yeah, Right? I like, it's like not that. a multiplayer game, but you get to see all these other people yeah. like, doing everything that you're doing. Well, too. I like that idea. Yeah. It's a great concept. And unfortunately, people don't play old games that much, you know, or they do, but so obscure when they do play it yeah you know so another game i've been playing that i don't really want to talk about yet because let's just touch on it i know what it is it's assassin's creed odyssey yeah yeah um i've been playing it for a while on and off and i really like it surprisingly i was off of assassin's creed for a while after black flag i said no more assassin's creed like this is the same game over and over again this is dumb this is giving me the game like it's just letting me choose whatever i want to do and it's too easy it's the same thing that i've been playing for the past three games you know like black flag was cool because of the boat mechanics but i didn't finish it and the previous two i did finish and I enjoyed them, but after playing the same game over and over again, just like Far Cry, like, it's the same fucking game. And don't enjoy the same game. Like, if you if you make a new game, change it up a little bit, you know? 
ha- right, yeah. have the same mechanics, but also like change it up enough that you know. You're yeah, what are you gonna play the same game in like a different town? Yeah, every year, pretty or much. Two years. Yeah, you can't do that. So after listening to other podcasts and seeing people post about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, how it was so amazing. I caved, I bought it, and I'm so happy that I did. Like, Yeah, I think I'm going to get that next. I liked it. No, you I, need to get I God of War. Okay. God of War. It won Game of the Year. All right. Please buy that. Please. You'll well, then, it. God of War and Assassin's yes. Creed are on my list. Well, I'll let you borrow Assassin's Creed. Well, you got to beat it first. I yes. feel like it's a long game. It's a very long game. Um, So I'm only at, like, level 20. And one thing that I do love about it is that the leveling up system is very, very balanced. Like, you don't level up very fast in the beginning. The leveling takes time. There's so much to explore. You get a little experience from that. You get very minimal experience for killing people. You get very minimal experience for everything that you do. So every time that you level up, you feel like you're accomplishing something. And every time that you level up, you can get a new ability, which makes you a little stronger in some sort of way. Yeah. Like you can make your weapons poisonous. You know, you can do like a fast attack with your weapon, whatever. The The fighting is very simple. It's mainly R1 and R2 on the PS4. So that was a little disappointment to me but with all the extra abilities it sort of makes sense too really? so what do you think about because i played a little bit on your game but what do you think about like the climbing and stuff i like it yeah i feel like it's just like not that challenging like you just i wish it was more like breath of the wild i, think. I knew you were going to say that yeah that you have like a stamina bar or what kind of yeah and it was like i mean you can pretty much just like you can go climb up and anything. down anything yeah. as long as you want. And I feel like that's fun. Every time I see her climb, like I play as a female protagonist, and I'm like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I wish that was me. But uh, no, I think it's fine. Like With that type of gameplay, completely fine. With Breath of the, Wa- Ugh, Breath of the Wild, yeah. completely different. Like There's s- certain areas in that game that you can't explore until you have enough stamina. Yep. Assassin's Creed is like, explore everything. This world is so ginormous. So you can go anywhere at any time, really? You can, but enemies might be more difficult. Okay. You know, so you can aim your bow at enemies and see what level they're at. Yeah. Or you can shoot up your falcon or eagle. And check them out. And check them out that way to see their level. So if it comes up as a red skull, you know that even if you attack them, you're not going to really hurt them at all. And they're going to kill you in like one or two hits. So you just avoid that area until then, until you level up more. But, I mean, the equipment's great. Like, the leveling up is great. Wherever you, you know, defeat an area, like a fort, you take over a fort or whatever... Any equipment that you gather there is essentially very close to your level. So it might not be the best, but it might be better than what you have too. Yeah. You know? And I love that. Like, so it it keeps it very equal to, like, what you're dealing with. Like, where you're at in that game. And right now, like, where I'm at level 20, like, I'm seeing 
people, enemies that are around my level, either level 18 to either level 21, you know. But if I venture out way farther than where I'm at, then I am seeing red skulls, and I'm like, I shouldn't be here. But it's all about exploring. It's beautiful. I mean, there's so much to see. A lot of it is very similar to the old Assassin's Creed. Um, but the whole, like, they do have boats. They do have ships. Horse. Horse is so nice. Your horse doesn't die after falling off of a cliff. Like, is that right? Like Red Dead. Yeah. I, I jump off of cliffs all the time. It will fall very hard. I'll lose a lot of life. But then I regain it right away. Yeah. It's nice. How many of those games do they have now? Six? Five? Oh, probably more than that. So much. So much. Yeah, they make a new one every couple years. Yeah. But this one's great. Like, they've been updating it all the time. You can literally have sex with any gender, which is great, too. Cool. Honestly, it's really cool. Um (laughs) I don't know. Anytime that comes up, that option, like, let me take you back there and show me how naughty you are. Yes. Yeah. I'm always <laughs> like, yeah, let's see where this goes, you know? It was super funny. This one guy, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler, but it is, but it's not. It's not a main storyline. But this one guy uh, was like, I can't perform as much as my wife wants me to p- perform. And the wife is like, I need you to go get uh, a bull testicle or a bear testicle and a deer scrotum so you have to kill a bear and a deer and uh <laughs> you, you get the items as soon as you kill both of those animals you go back to her and she's like oh, i got all this for you i'm going to make this remedy so you can last and he's like you're going to kill me woman you're going to kill me. Like, I, I'm too old for this. Yeah, like, she's like 60 arts. plus, you know? <laughs> and the one option came up being like, well, I'll satisfy you. You know, and I, I'm the woman protagonist. And she's like, oh, yeah? He's like, go for it. And literally, he's sitting outside. Like, it doesn't show any sex, but he's sitting outside of the house. Yeah. And it goes from day to night, night to day, day to night night today oh, like like literally Getting like three and a it, half dude. days and i come back Dang. out yeah <laughs> i come back out and i go to the husband and i'm like i'm pretty sure she's satisfied now or something like so weird but he's like thank you so much and like wow. gives me like more money yeah it was great i don't know i don't know how i feel about that oh i love it there's so much humor to it too like it's yeah. just i mean yeah, that's definitely. natural that's human nature so yeah <laughs> whatever human nature yeah yeah i plan on talking about it more i think it's a great game i think yeah once i play it we'll do a podcast on it if you have an xbox ps4 definitely get it it's worth it if you had any if you're a skeptic like i was about assassin's creed like it's completely different and like i was saying like the ship mechanics are so much easier so much nicer to like go into battle with random ships if if you're going against the Spartans, if you're going against the Athenians, if you're just going against a random like pirate, like so simple, you board the ship and you attack them, steal their treasure, get back. Like it's great. And one thing also that I wanted to say is, so there's Spartans and Athenians. Okay. Um, you're a nomad essentially. Like you, 
you don't choose either side. I'm not sure once the game advances if you do choose a side or not near the end, but you're more on the fence with everyone and you're helping both of them. You're essentially trying to take down both powers and weakening both powers to benefit you and benefit the other team or whatever, you know, or country. Um, So there's times where you can get into like a serious battle where like the Spartans are like, Hey, do you want to help us fight this battle? And you say, yes. So you get into this battle and literally it's like 60 to 80 people on this like war fucking playground, not playground, but like battlefield battlefield. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Basically the same thing. Yeah. A war war. uh, What did you call it? War playground. Yeah. So you get into this battlefield and there's like 80 people fighting like your team 40, their team 40. And once you kill people, once you see people getting killed on both sides, you see, like, their power dwindling. Okay. So you eventually, like, get to, like, the biggest guy, the captain, the boss, or whatever. Yeah. And once you kill him, it's over. You know, like, you won. Or you die, which that's happened to me, too. And you either have to replay it again or just take the loss. Yeah. But it's awesome. Like, I've never seen that many characters, like, on the same screen that can all essentially attack you or you can attack all of them. Like it, it's phenomenal. It's a great game. Yeah, it's good. The little bit I played, you know, half hour, hour I played, I liked it a lot. So I want to get it. I want to try it out. Yeah. I'll let you borrow it. So anything else? No, man, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks everyone for joining us. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Make sure you follow Precisely Podcast at Precisely Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow. Give us comments on the pictures. Definitely DM us some feedback. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about, you know, any games, we'll play the games, review it, and talk about it. Anything. Yeah. Even if we don't have the game, we'll buy the game. That's right. Unless it's very stupid expensive. Yeah, then we probably can't afford it yeah so hit us up precisely podcast give me a follow if you're not already at bose underscore game room or tony at precisely underscore tony Tony. that's right have a good night guys we out out